Listener, welcome back. It's been a while. Thanks for joining us. Today we're going to talk about the season so far, the first half of the season, and everything, the good, the bad, the woes. Then we're going to look ahead at the table and the second half of the season and how we predict Liverpool are going to finish out, followed by a quick talk about our upcoming match against Brighton and the rest of the Premier League fixtures and our predictions going forward. Welcome back, listener. It's been a little while since you've heard from us. We apologize for that. Um, with the World Cup break and holidays, uh, Tom was on vacation in England and Ireland. Um, we just took a little bit of a break, but we're back. We hope you're still with us, and we're still with you. Um, so what, how we're going to start this episode, we're not going to go back and recap any of the old games that, that we've missed so far. We're just going to take a look at the first half of the season thus far. So, Neil... We're talking about the season so far, the good, the bad, the woeful, and everything in between. What do you see? I mean, which Liverpool? The Liverpool that wins games or the Liverpool that loses games? Or the Liverpool that draws games? Yeah, I mean, mass inconsistency seems to have been the uh, the theme of, of the season. Just when you think we get a win under our belts and we're going to kick on from there, we have a terrible loss to a Nottingham Forest or somebody. You know, it's... Uh, it's we just can't seem to get any sense of momentum yeah injuries don't help that tom any thoughts just to open the uh open the show um it is a tale of two halves um like looking at the previous fixtures and whatever else we get five and a, uh, four and a bounce lose one to brentford we get three and a bounce draw two lose to united it's it's looking more and more like Liverpool of yesteryear. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good point. I think a big part of it too is outside of injuries, which I mean we'll get into that because at this point it's it's almost comical how how many injuries we're suffering from. But I think it's also we have to start addressing the fact that the team is aging. The team went on this incredible winning spell. He essentially had the same core of the team for what four five five or six years now right most most of these guys have all come in and and won within the last five years yeah but we've missed critical parts i mean for me genie winaldum was a huge void that we didn't history of genie is is funny to me it is quite funny people hated him when they left now they love him and want a a version of him yeah like well in our chat the other day that's when someone went oh Went the next Ginny Wijnaldum. No, I want the next Alonso, Mascherano. No, I agree with all of that. But um, when Ginny left, already, when we met and talked, at that point, we were already talking about we needed, I mean, certainly I was talking about we needed five midfield replacements before Ginny left. When Ginny left, I was like, oh, well, Curtis Jones can kick on. He can fill the gap. It'll be all right. And Curtis Jones hasn't kicked on. I'm sorry. 19 then, games missed. Yeah, and then we had, you know, I know he's a more of a forward, but we have Harvey Elliott. Eh, he's been all right. Don't get me wrong. He was a breakout guy, but the none of them, none of them are Gini Wijnaldum. We brought in Thiago. Thiago's been serviceable. He's been good, but we have never addressed the midfield problem, and the midfield problem has just got worse and worse and worse. And you know, I don't want to bring up the Bellingham name right now, really, 
but we, we are desperate for midfield. Our midfield isn't giving any protection to the back. Our forwards aren't pressing like they used to. So, so there's, there's just all of the pressure. You know, it's easy to sit here and say, and we've certainly done it in episodes, we've said, oh, TAA was bad. Virgil was bad. And don't get me wrong, they haven't been great. They've had some great games. They've had some poor games. Inconsistency. Canate, great games, poor games. Gomez, great games, poor games. But a lot of it's to do with the lack of the press and the complete absence of, of any midfield. Well, that's what's, that's what's dismantling the, the high press, and that's kind of what I was alluding to, where we just don't have... I, first of all, I disagree. I think Tiago's fine. He just doesn't... The other half of the midfield isn't doing enough for him to be effective. Yeah, he might be right. Because um, he's had some really good games. He, he's always good for, like, one or two flubs during a, uh, during a match, but you look at the... 30 or 40 other touches he's got, and they're all great. You are better appreciating the skill and the quality than I am. I'm, I'm a bit of a blood and thunder northern Englishman, and uh, charging around that's the field like Milner. James Milner is, <laughs> is more... That's working hard as far as I'm concerned. Strolling gracefully around and picking a beautiful pass, I have less appreciation for it. <laughs> and what can I say? Well. I'm just a... <laughs> Just a hard nose northern from the north. Meathead from the north. Yeah, <laughs> I respect. Thank that. you. I'm gonna take a chug of my beer. I'll let you guys talk about <laughs> the eloquence and elegance of okay. Tiago for a minute. Well, anyway, Tom, what I was referring to was Spanish that- football. That's what it is. It's quality. It's different, but it doesn't work all the time in the Premier League. Right, right. Just ask Pep. Yeah. Um, my point was that the, the high press can't work. It, it's, a, it's a machine. It's not a bunch of parts. That, like, if you Great. look at Pep's side, because we're, we're going to eventually talk about City anyway, but they're a great example because they win so much. Pep's side, you can plug it. He rotates his players so, so much because it's literally he's just got pieces that he can move in and out. With Klopp's side. He's playing Liverpool, with two chess sets. Exactly. Well put. With Klopp, the whole machine has to work in sync. With yeah. Every player has to be doing exactly the same job in order for it to work. Now that the midfield has deteriorated, what we're seeing is that press is not going to work. I mean, you, it, it's just not without that. Mid, that midfield was such an important part of the success of Liverpool. A great Henderson's example. His legs are shot. Well, I was going to say the great example was in that Wolves game where Henderson is running back to midfield he gets clipped and it's an easy dead leg if you're a young lad you run that off yeah but he was he was in pain he He was a man with an old body yeah and you know what henderson has been no he's not the most technical player on the pitch but he has been the engine that has made that press work for so long oh yeah well and milner was an able deputy as well and now milner's older i mean years ago milner wouldn't be down for these injuries he's getting um you know, he was almost ever present, and now he's out for for, for weeks on end, and it's um, yeah. We've never seen that from James Milner, not, not like no. And, and, and honestly, I'm not criticizing the guy. He's no, been a fantastic servant of many Premier League clubs. He's been a fantastic servant of Liverpool, as you know. He's one of my favorite players. But hey, I've got his kid too, man. I love so, James Milner. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah it's it's tough. There, there's that a day field. where he is going to play football in out in the fields. <laughs> it might be time to take him in the woods and you know <laughs> behind the shed exactly whoa whoa, whoa. 
Yeah. I mean, at Anfield, it's not here. You know, at least we'll give him the honor. Yeah. Just behind, behind Paisley's statue. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't need two. Just one in behind here. Anyway, my point is when the midfield falls apart, number one, it exposes the defense. So that's why yes. the counter press from our opponents has been so effective because the, the midfield can't get back. We just don't have the legs for it anymore. Fabino has looked out of form. I don't know what's going on with him. Hey, he's not sleeping because he's had a baby. I mean, he didn't look great before the baby either, <laughs> unfortunately. He was going out for ice cream three times a night. Oh, well, that'll do it. <laughs> um, obviously, the injury. With that kind of money, out. I'd Trent Uber eats not... it. <laughs> Trent was not in form. He's looked great after the World Cup, so I'm not going to bang on about that. Yeah, We've given Gareth Trent gave him a nice rest. Uh, yeah, you see that? <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Um, but it's also going forward. We're talking about the forward press. The midfield isn't creating enough for our forwards to do. They're really lackadaisical. They're just not quite getting the ball. I mean, they have flashes of brilliance. Hey, the good news is at least Allison's solid. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, I like his apprentice more. Yeah, so do I. I can't believe you guys are saying. Yeah, that. I'd be happy with. One I'd be happy with. Game. I'd be happy with coming Kelleher playing and uh, selling. Let's say it together. Queeveen. Queefing Kelleher. He's, he's, a, he's a meathead from Northern England. He's never going to get it. I've got it now. Queefing Kelleher. That's right. The, yeah. the elegance of, of Gaelic just is never going to come out of that man's mouth. Queeveen. You can call him Kevin, though, I guess. It is <laughs> Kevin Kelleher. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass. Anyway. And Number one Irish keeper, just saying. With, uh, with all the injuries and with the Gagan press being such a... a high intensity style of football that system cannot survive without proper rotation and we've talked about fsg not spending enough money on players in, in transfer windows fsg out or are they just I buying disagree. players for red sox just saying <laughs> you know it's so funny that now that they they went and they they spent the, this money on this red sox but i don't even remember who they and are. Like a, here we go down the American sports hole again. But no, Red Sox fans got a were saying this contract. Last year about Liverpool. Yeah. They were saying this about Liverpool last year, and now we're uh, sitting there going, "Why are they spending money over there? No, we I, need I, the players." Exactly, I'm fine. It's a, being it's owned a by a sports conglomerate. conglomerate yeah. You're going to get years where one team gets more and one. T- I mean, and they have the Penguins too, who yeah. are dying. I who think. are the Penguins? I don't, I don't know. It's hockey. I don't watch hockey. That's more. So, that's northern meatheads from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, so that's part of the reason. I think there's a lot of burnout in the team. I think the team has aged very quickly under this high press system. I think that has a lot to do with it. And teams have. I mean, yes and no. Yes press. and no, they Nick. I don't think they've out. aged quickly or not quickly. Five years ago, they were ripe for being replaced. Then, right. N- well, and on top of that, you have Klopp's high-energy gegenpressing system. Heavy and, metal and football. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's not quite like he used to. But, um, but yeah, let, let, I just want to go back to the FSG out statement for a second. Um, oh, boy. It's, oh, no. It's, Here we no, go. I mean, it's just short, uh, really. Go it's, grab your soapbox. No, <laughs> uh, no, not really that at all. It's just um, it's time. I, it's time for them, from a business standpoint, it's time for them to move on. But um, isn't... They have, hold on, Tom. They've okay, got... Okay. Their value up. They bought the club at a really low price, and now the the price of the club is really high. In straight business terms, buy low, sell high. It's the perfect time for FSG to sell. Plus, for us, we've had great times with FSG. It's been great. Unfortunately, 
uber wealth isn't what you need anymore. You need super wealth. uber wealth. Yeah, I wealth. think oil is what you're looking for. I, I don't Fast oil wealth. Money. Fast I mean, and the Furious kind of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way around it. If FSG sells, number one, the only people that are going to be able to afford them is going to be these, these oil, states. Oil barons. Qatari investment fund. But right. aren't they getting like a small, you know, I don't want to say loan, but investment. That's what it came out as. They were kicking the tires to see what their value was. Let's just put this little thing out there. And then let's see if someone will bite and just see if we'll... we'll My my bigger point here wasn't really to talk about FSG. I I think it's time for them. And I think if we need to replace five players in a midfield, um, which I think we do, then it's time for us to. We need some other source of funding. We've probably got a $700 million hole in our team to be competitive. I'm sorry. It's that big. You're probably right. Like players, you, said, you said it before about City having playing chess with two teams. Mm. Two sets, yeah. Two sets of chess, yeah. Thank you for correcting that. But yeah, we recall, we're, we're recalling Billy Cometio to play in our second 11. That, that's the difference. Yeah. You know, they've got a Riyad Mahrez on the bench. <laughs> and... Yeah, that's tough. I there's with teams like City that have endless amounts of depth and I'm putting my foot in my mouth because it the our first episode I said I don't think City have as much depth as Liverpool. Which uh I think it's safe a, to say we've all got a lot wrong on the podcast, Nick. Really fucking stupid thing to say. Um <laughs> Don't worry, we have some listeners that are gonna point that out. Oh yeah. I'm I can't wait. And they'll probably point out that I just swore there. I'll put a quarter in the jar, sorry Lori. Um I really don't know that I, – I hate to say it, and I, I was saying this to Neil on the way over. I'm starting to get concerned with the fact that – I mean, we're not competing with the Arsenals and the the, no. the cities. I, at this point, I would say – Wait until Vincent Company comes up. You have three peps. Well, how's he doing down in... Uh, I know we're getting a little that, off topic. That would be first. He's how he's doing. Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> oh, really? how Burnley yeah. are. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Michael yeah. Carrick, fuck United, uh, doing really well, too. And uh, uh, Michael Carrick at Middlesbrough. Sorry, did I say fuck United enough? Cause, uh, you can say it again. I, I, I'm going to round up... I'm gonna fuck r- United? I'm going to round up to a dollar. Fuck United. Okay. Fuck United again. Okay. That's one twenty-five. <laughs> you said it five times. Then. Yeah, but I only need a 50. First one's free. So that's cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I would say that, that Europe could potentially be out of our grasp. But these games coming up, and we're going to get to the table, and we're going to get to the upcoming fixtures and stuff. But with the way our form has looked recently, I really, really struggle to see, unless dramatic changes are made in this transfer window, which we're now in the 12th of January. When does the transfer window end? Tom, do you know what that is? I think it's uh, end of January. First of February. Yeah, first, of, first, first of February. Okay, so, I mean, we've got essentially two weeks. Hey, Nick, there's a lot of positives to talk about for the second half of the season, too. Okay, so let's, let's get to them. So, now? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so, I think Ox is playing fantastically. He's been one of our best players. I agree. Um, every time he gets tackled, I wince, because and every time he stays down for a little bit long, I think that's it, he's done. But um, he's, I'm really happy Ox is playing well. My, toe, um, my toes curl when he yeah, gets yeah. on the floor. I'm like, he, oh, he's a little yeah, bit exactly. of a diver too. Ben Doak's ten minutes looked really promising, and I'm very hot on him. I, I um, like Ben Doak. I think you're a little hotter on him than I am, but I'm not going to necessarily disagree with you. Kate is back and looks 
perfectly serviceable at strengthening that midfield. Maybe it's our midfield woes that make him look serviceable, but um, he's back. I'd like to see him running the players a little bit more like he used to in the Bundesliga, but Kader's back. Yeah, he uh, a little more Gakpo. He, Gakpo looked excellent in the World Cup. Gakpo's back. Good cover for our forwards. Yeah. So there are some positive signs there. Trent, as we said, is playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, Salah um, seems hungry and seems to be playing pretty well. Um, as long as he's not selfish. Yeah. And, and because it's, he, it's he's, it, he's a great oh, person for... with this narrative. He, he's great at scoring, but he's also great at assisting. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and he's... But you but want he, your strikers to take shots. I'm I know. fine with a striker being selfish um, as long as he's not selfish all the time. Well, before we get into the players that are playing well, let's talk about the players that are missing because, I mean, okay. our injury list is almost as long as our starting 11 at this point. It's really, really disappointing. We have to we have to start looking at Oh, sorry, I want to talk stuff. about one player who's missing. Oh, yeah, go on. Um, it, kind of thematically here, so... Why is Cavalio not playing? Talk about a player who's missing. Oh, he's not speaking right to my heart. He's man. not injured. He's been a great player. He's on my great player this season list. Yeah. He's not injured, and yet I haven't seen him. What do I say? Every single half, we're at the pub. Bring on Cavalio. Every and every time he comes on the pitch, he does something good. You know, he's never one of those guys where you're watching the match and halfway through the match you're going, "Wait, where's Carvalho been? He's on the pitch. I haven't seen him once with the ball at his feet or anything like that." You know, when he's on the pitch, he's making something happen. So he, that's an that's an odd one for me. The Cavalio absence so is bizarre. odd because he's fit and he's absent. And he's so um, good. Calvin Ramsey is another one that I thought he looked okay when he played the bits yeah, he's he played. Um, he's young. But yet, I get that. But yet, we used Milner as a left back um, or a right back. I remember it was when we need. And by the way, he played great. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, there's just a couple of players who are absent. For no apparent reason. Yeah. And then I know you want to go onto this list now of all. No, of no, no. But I do want to. I want to stick on Carvalho for a second because that is, that is something. And again, if you watch the matches at, at Redstone, you'll at this point hear me yelling from my seat, "Where the hell is Carvalho?" Because I don't know what Klopp's. I, I can understand Calvin Ramsey. He came in with a pretty serious injury. He missed a lot of time. He's very young. Realistically. He, it, there's not a ton of need for Calvin Ramsey at the back right now. I think he's got a lot of time to, to adjust to the system and get his place in the team right now. I like that he's there, but I'm not too worried about him. My only point about him was I would rather have been using our depth in uh, in the defense with defenders like Ramsey. And Milner is older. He has to help out in midfield. I'd rather yeah. have been having him play in midfield. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree, but with... Carvalho, who has shown us, won the Newcastle match for us, has done really well with the younger teams. Every time he's on the pitch for Liverpool, I I notice him. And he wasn't a player I was necessarily looking for at the start of the season. Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking, oh, he's the next big thing. That was Darwin. Everyone was saying that about Darwin. And actually, quite frankly, he could have really slotted in and played center forward. And we could have saved $34 million on Gakpo by playing Cavalio up front. As well, a... well, here's kind of my segue into our injury issues here. Is with Darwin out, Carvalho's natural position is center forward. Now, we're going to lose the false nine. But no one can play that except for Firmino, it seems. Maybe Ox. Because I know he has. Mm-hmm. But we have to just kind of concede that we're not going to have that false nine. Who, who would be your front three? For Brighton, for if Brighton. Darwin's out, yeah. Salah, Carvalho, and Gakpo. Gapko? Gakpo. Gakpo. Are we sure we looked that up? I thought it. 
I, I don't. It's, G- it's Gakpo. Okay. And that's another 25 cents. <laughs> Put it on my tab. <laughs> Chalk the board. Um, so injuries, let's go through them. Yeah. Um, we have yeah, Diaz is- out. Diaz. Out till when? April? Yeah, well. Yeah, um, March. This is saying. Oh, this is saying April, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he was coming back. He was training again, and then he went down. I'd um, say March, actually. He, yeah, so he had a surgery, right? It was a knock that went to a surgery, I believe. Um, yeah, so Van Dyke is out till mid February. I mean, these are that's two of our most important players, right there. Yep. Yeah, and there's this guy Artur. He's been out since October. <laughs> he played one match in the starting eleven in the Champions League. Came against Napoli. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's alone. He can go now. He's on loan. Yeah, they were talking about re-signing him because option Walker to buy for thirty-seven him. million. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> pass. That's pass. way too much. Hard pass. Jota, fantastic player for us. Yeah, yeah, he's great, so, but he's hurt. He has a calf, shin, heel injury. Fantastic. So his whole leg is falling off. <laughs> great. Hey, unless he looks like Henrik Larsson, he can play. <laughs> uh, same thing with Firmino. He has a calf, shin, heel injury. It's saying that Firmino's on his way back. I don't know if there's any um, latest stories here. but uh... I haven't heard anything about Firmino. It seemed like one of those things where he got injured and then he may or may not play and then he's been out. So I, what was that? Did he, has he played since the World Cup? How, when did he get injured? I don't even remember him. He got playing. injured December 23rd. So this was before they came back from the World Cup. Yeah, so, three days before the so first game. So quoting, quoting, which I'm guessing is uh, Klopp here, Bobby, it's like this. He is already on the better side of it, even when it's only a few days ago, but it's not a major thing. So we'll look at it day by day with him. Hmm. Okay, so that tells me nothing exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Klopp. <laughs> so vague, <laughs> as he always is. <clears throat> Milner, I know, was out with a concussion, and then all of a sudden he's got some kind of upper leg injury. He's got a thigh injury. I it, have to assume means uh, his quad is messed up. Uh, yeah. So good news is they're all getting close to Darwin getting better, and we don't know what's going on with Darwin. <laughs> the good thing is we have doctors. <laughs> And There's, modern medicine. Yeah, it's that dude from The Simpsons. <laughs> hey, Doctor Nick. Yeah, yeah. I think I would make a better doctor at this point than whatever's going on with our medical staff. But that goes back to that article in the Athletic from uh, from when was that? September or October? I sent it to you guys. Yeah. And they're talking about how the staff and Klopp and all that nonsense, mm. and you, you got to take everything you hear with a grain well, of salt. But it's a perfect segue to one of my other topics that I'm <clears throat> check off on my board. Klopp out. Oh, God. Uh, so FSG and Klopp. Yeah, blow it up. Yeah. You know Go what? On. Sell Salah. Give me a manager. Give me a name. Who'd you replace him with? Yeah. Pochettino. Oh, God. Uh, I knew you were going to say uh, Pochettino. That's a big pile of hotspur. Is yeah. that yeah, steaming. <laughs> steaming <laughs> pile of hotspur. I can see it coming off of him. No. Um, I'm just... not necessarily advocating for FSG out or Klopp out. I, my FSG statement was, I think it's the right time for them as a business, and it wouldn't be a bad time for us for more investment. On the Klopp out, I know, I'm not sure I – look, I, in Klopp I trust. I, I still think he's the right guy for us. But seven years at Mainz, seven years at Dortmund, oh, here oh. we go, seven years at Liverpool, and he put the parts together. Who invited he, him? He worked them to death. This is your fault. And 
now the pieces are broken down. Uh, he worked absolute miracles with the resources he had. Is Klopp's style of play just burning the players out after yes. seven years? I mean, that's kind of what I was saying in our last segment and what I think is the biggest problem. I think that's part of it. So you you're saying Klopp is the biggest problem? No. I think the fact that FSG hasn't... So FSG is the biggest problem? No. No, it's not. So, Nick, what is the biggest problem? The biggest problem is not one thing. It's a lot of things. So it's FSG hasn't spent the money on proper players. What makes City so effective at what they do? A billion dollars? Money helps. <laughs> it's rotation. Yes. Yeah. And you, we always talk about Pep Roulette. You never know who he's going to play. Our fantasy teams are in shambles because he decided to bench De Bruyne for a week or yeah. decided to bench Holland until the 80th minute or whatever. And you're like, oh, great. I captained him. Well, that's because... but City He still winning. comes on and scores three goals. I know. It's amazing. He's a machine. <laughs> you say that with such lust. I do. I do. I don't, he's so ugly. I don't, I don't get it. It's... I'm a you need a step stool to actually I'm, kiss him. I'm just, <laughs> we all do, even Neil. He's a fucking oak tree. I'm just surprised at you saying how he messes up my fantasy team. This is the same guy. Like, I don't care about the fantasy team. I don't, but I hear everyone talking about how Pep Roulette screws up their fantasy team. But they keep winning anyway yeah. because they have the players that can rotate in and it. they just don't stop. They are as much a machine. That's why Holland is the perfect striker for them. So Pep has it worked out and... Manchester City's back is how it worked out. So you do want FSG out and Klopp out. I do not want Klopp out. I want FSG to support Klopp's. Uh, they think... What you're saying is open your checkbook. Exactly. No, I don't want FSG out. I want them to give us more money. And I think that's probably where I am too. I would love an owner like FSG to continue. I'd love an owner like FSG to be investing money in the resources that Klopp needs to play his brand of football. Right. And to play Klopp's brand of football, you need to be constantly bringing two or three new players in every year yes. quality mm-hmm. players with good engines some of them will work out and some of them won't you know there'll be there'll be some caters and there'll be some Mo Salas and um, some Firminos yeah and there's going to be uh, there's going to be a bunch there but you need to be constantly bringing that talent in yeah. and Klopp I think can bring the best out of them so that would be my dream and that was the dream of the last five years which is why it makes it so hard this this first half of this season, it's a period of transition. We didn't think so though going in. We thought we'd yeah. we'd strengthened and um, yeah. On paper, I think we did. We weren't expecting a lot of things to happen the way they did. And the I injuries, mean, our whole front line the injuries, is dead. Yeah. the injuries have really killed us. And it's the but it's the lack of depth. Yeah, uh, the injuries killed us two years ago. Yeah, you'd have thought. Therefore, we'd have prepared if it happens again. Injuries are killing us again now. Yeah, and you know, just like a Chao Felix at Chelsea, you bring somebody in because you're suffering a lot of problems. In our case, we brought Artur in, and in their case, we brought Chao Felix in. And at least he didn't get his straight red. His <laughs> first fifty minutes on the pitch for Chelsea. I mean, at the end of the day, Chao Felix is missing three games because he got a red card. Artur got injured playing ten minutes and has missed ever since. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So. Any more thoughts on the first half of the season, Tom? I like to put it behind us, really. Just keep moving forward, as Walt Disney would say. Which is crazy because it's not even... It's you, not that bad. It's, it's just really inconsistent. Not, but for, for what we've come to know Klopp's Liverpool to be, when we're sitting here legitimately saying, like, 
we don't know if we're going to be in Europe next year. Yeah. Which is really going to hurt and us. And we're not going to attract window. players. It's really going to hurt us in the transfer window. I just like that's one of those things where no, it's not what we're expecting, but it's not the most fun I've had. So at some point today, are we going to draw a line under the second of the first half of the season and then talk about the second half of the season? There you go. There's your line. Yeah, there we go. So why don't we? Do you want to look ahead at at what's coming for the second half? Sure. All right, let's do that, and let's take a break. Welcome back, listener. Um, we're going to take a look at the second half of the season, which means we're going to have to take a look at the table where Liverpool stands as of now and what our path to the top may or may not be. Um, currently, we sit in seventh. You really think we can still win? You said the no, top. path to the top, you said. Yeah. I mean, I there mean, is a the path to the top. It's if we... It doesn't mean you're going to make it to where you want to go. It's not the destination. It's the journey, man. And unfortunately, Did you have to not. put on an American accent for that? <laughs> Just saying. I know. I, sometimes when I make fun of, of like... Uh, Americans? Uh, sure. We'll, we'll go with Americans. I was thinking something else, but that's probably more politically correct. I have to put on a white guy accent. A white guy accent? because yeah, I talk like a jackass. You're the whitest guy in this room. <laughs> really, Ireland? Really? Better tan than you do. Uh, I doubt that. <laughs> I have colorful. I'm gonna say you until can't, I you take can't. off my shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you have a farmer's tan in January, man? Come on, and I'm the whitest guy in the room. Um, Oddly enough, the weather in England was quite well. <laughs> oh, look at you! I saw the sun. What it's very it unusual. Like? It's very unusual for me. Big to say round this, red thing. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. So right now, as it stands, we're, we're we're roughly at the halfway point. This is game week twenty coming up. So, as it stands, we've got Arsenal in first, City in second, Newcastle in third, United in fourth, which is the most surprising to me. Uh, The steaming pile of Hotspur in uh, fifth place, Fulham just ahead of us, and then Liverpool with Brighton just behind us. Uh, We'll take a look at the second half of the table, too, in a minute, but let's just focus on the top half for now. Does any of this surprise anyone Fulham. Yeah, Fulham. Fulham's, I mean, so Fulham have played 19, so they have um, have played a couple more games. I mean, if you go down to, um, what is it, as far as Chelsea uh, played three games less, you know, so they win two of those three games, they're, uh, they're, ahead, of, um, they're ahead of Fulham. Oh, so. I forgot Chelsea's all the way in 10th. Okay, so, yeah. so we've got Brentford and Chelsea just under Brighton. So that's the, the top 10 teams. Yeah. Chelsea being in 10 is more surprising but to me. Chelsea have played 18 games. Oh, I thought it was a 16, yeah, they played, yeah, 18 they played games. Okay, so yeah, so Chelsea, uh, okay, so Chelsea are in dire straits. There's shit. Mate. Poor Potter. Potter, poor Joe Felix. <laughs> Joe Felix can go. He's on loan. He goes back to Madrid. <laughs> yeah. There's no option to buy there either. Is, uh, uh, no, it's Bastique. No, that was a different team. Um, is uh, Sterling still hurt? Yes. Yeah. He is? Oh, good. <clears throat> Traitor. Yeah, Chelsea got a lot of injury problems too. So, but yeah, surprising. You're Chelsea still being. A... by him too, huh? Traitor. Yeah. So, Chelsea being as low as they are, that's surprising. Yep. Fulham being as high as they are, surprising. Yep. United, I'm not surprised by them. I thought that Ten Hag would, um, would turn them around. So, I'm not that surprised. But from the top of the table, the biggest surprise to date 
Newcastle. is Arsenal in oh, first. I don't, I don't agree with that. But I mean, well, it's easy to see. We've watched them this season, but going into this season, nobody was predicting Arsenal were going to be top. I mean, no, I thought no. bringing in um, top four, Zichenko, you Z- thought it was a good, yeah, and it was Zichenko and Jesus, even though he's hurt right now. Yeah, but I, agree. I really think that team is is clicking, and I. I still it's, don't it's think Arteta. they have the depth. Sorry, I agree. Pep, I, no, no, it's definitely Arteta in charge over there. But it's <laughs> it's Pep. Well, it's I mean, Pep. They are. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait until Vincent Company comes. Exactly. Oh, you're saying that. Oh, that scares me. I know. Another student of Pep Guardiola. Where are Klopp students? Can we have? Oh, uh, we had the Ralph Hasenhurdle. Mm-hmm. Um, Pep Lindner. Ten Hag. No, ten, no, no. Um, ten Hag had the same Frank, team. Frank or whatever his name is. Um, he was around for a while. Where was he? Where was he? Frank, Waltz. So, so yeah. no one that's made it to the top of the no. Premier League table no. yet. Unfortunately, not. Oh, okay. Though talking of managers uh, that people want at Liverpool, Gerrard is maybe going to Poland I as the national that. manager. That's wild. He's wild. I would not take it if I were Gerrard. That seems like a really toxic situation. And I wouldn't take Gerard to be Liverpool manager either. No, no, no for the not record, right now. Absolutely not. He needs to go to the championship. Maybe he does need to learn internationals. It's a cutthroat business, internationals. If you get like a couple wrong, you're out. Yeah. I mean, we can have a whole conversation about manager styles. You know, we've we've had it a lot. Uh, I do think there's certain managers that fit the um, international the international game. I Sven think managers Nelson. fit the developed players game. There's yep. managers that do prima donnas well. There's different managers. Did you say Maradona? Prima donnas. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there's a um, so yeah. There's different managers for different. Um, All right, Pepe. All right, so let's let's yes. By the way, that's a good point. We should have opened the show with that, but yeah, Pele has passed since yeah. our last episode, and I know Neil, you're not super nah. sentimental about Pele, but yeah, he was a huge Diff- part of my upbringing. It's a different period of time, different kind of athleticism, of course, yeah. Uh, but to win. And score in a World Cup final as a 17-year-old and win. Oh, he did phenomenal amazing. things, um, and he was a great statesman for the sport. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sad that Pele's passed. Um, I, the Pele Maradona debate. Pele. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I hated Maradona so much. He had much more impression it's on hair, me. Hair wasn't it? You, he had better hair. There were so many reasons. He was not a nice person. Um, so he always a had a white upper lip. Indeed. I never could have explained. There is a lot of reasons not to like Maradona, but that uh, I'm sorry, that second goal against England after the hand of God goal oh, here it comes. is just uh, stuck in my mind of one of the best ones. Um, I also think, and you've heard me say this before, but so I feel terrible saying this with Pele's passing because Pele was a true great. I like Pushkas. I like Cruyff. Um, yeah, I thought Cruyff. they were both we excellent. We talked about that. We're um, like, How come Cruyff so, doesn't get talked about in that same air? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, sad that Pele's passed. Yeah. My uh, my mom grew up going to Cosmos games and watching him and oh, Franz awesome. Beckenbauer and with my grandfather and stuff. Another so. good player. Someone the, stole my Pele Cosmos shirt. The bastards will yeah. find them. I had a green them. one. Oh, damn. I know. It was awesome. I got one for my mom, actually. Um, but, yeah, that was one of the, uh, the, the big things that, for me, coming into this sport was my mother showing me on a, it was like an encyclopedia CD-ROM. She just searched Pele and showed me a bicycle kick or something. Amazing. It's my first introduction to it. So rest in peace, Pele. Anyway, back to the table in the second half of the season. Uh, first half, manager so far, who's done the best job? Now, I know Arsenal's at the top, but let's look at some other factors. Oh, Eddie Howe. I was going to say Eddie Howe seems to be the most impressive of the bunch for me so far. Kazoom type. Excuse me. 
um, done the best job. I mean, in Artena and Pep obviously haven't done the best job. <clears throat> Ten Hag. Ten Hag has done the best job. He got rid of that garbage Ronaldo. Um, he's brought discipline to that team. He's got him playing pretty well. He's got the best out of Rashford. Um, got the best out of Luke Shaw. Fat bottom boys make the rocking world go round. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, yeah, I think it's Ten Hag. He's done the best job. Eddie Howe as well, a close second. Here's, here's my... Uh, Graham I, Potter. Graham Potter did a fantastic job, sorry, Nick. With Brighton. With Brighton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they've been on descent since. Whoopsie. Um, my only thing with Eddie Howe is, is who I'm going to go with. But we talked about this a um, couple weeks ago, I think, Neil. Uh, strength of schedule for Newcastle and how up yeah. and down they've been. Uh, I just, right now, and I know I've been saying this all season, and I'm going to stick with it, I think they're frauds. I don't think they're a third-place team right now. I think it's just a matter of how the teams around them have played. I think a lot of these teams, this whole season's been weird, and I think it's the World Cup. I think that has a lot to do with it. The disruption in the schedule has just made everything a little bit funky about this season so far. And if Newcastle got a few injuries... Yeah, because they're not going to have the depth. Don't they have one? Uh, see, I don't know, so I'm not even going to bother going. I think someone got hurt for them, and that's it's not Trippier, right? No, he's playing. He's playing. He's on my team. I mean, Callum, yeah, I got him Callum Wilson's been in and out yeah. um, with injuries, um, but they've got um, Is- Isak. And, um, he's, he's he was team. out. He's yeah, out but they've him. got – my point is they've got cover when Wilson's fit. Yeah. Then, then do the – then Isak isn't, and so vice versa. So they, they've had a bit of cover, but if they get the kind of injuries that Liverpool have had, yeah, they're gonna have, they're gonna have problems. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna drive a lot of points. Um, uh, Fulham, I don't think will end up there. I think they've been brilliant. You got to give Fulham a lot of credit for where they are, but oh, they're not gonna end yeah. up there. I mean, they've they've played as many matches as you can in the Premier League right now, from what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And to but if if you do. We have like two games, in two games in hand, so are Brighton, uh, Brentford have a game in hand. If you do the math really quickly, they might be eighth. Yeah, that's that was my thought there. Yeah, but so, you know what? Fair play to them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even eighth, if they finish twelfth, that's still more than we expected out of them to begin. I think you had them going down at the beginning of yeah. the season. I think probably we did too. Yeah. I don't remember, but. We didn't have them high on the table. We'll just no, definitely that. not sixth in the halfway. Yeah. So my predictions for the second half of the season is Liverpool's struggles continue for another Ugh. eight or so games. Wait, hang on, hang on. Shame. Hold that thought. Shame. <laughs> Hold that thought because, and it makes total sense, we didn't even address the fifth place team here. The most boring team in the Premier League yeah. stands right now. But somehow they're, con- like they're inconsistent. If you look at a win-loss, draw, win-loss. It's hard to criticize someone for being inconsistent. God, they're so boring. I hate Conte. I know. I can't watch they're a Spurs awesome. game. It's just Dyer. I don't, do I don't, I don't like mean Harry Kane. Eric Dyer. Or even Kieran Dyer. Oh, I don't like Eric Dyer either. It's just Dyer. Everything about that team is Dyer, including their players' last names. <laughs> Do we see them staying? Did that up joke at- need to be pointed out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. Nick. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who our listeners are. I like to make it easy on them. Yeah. That's why I talk so softly. Uh, do we see them staying at fifth? Spurs. 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 Are they going to drop? They're going to just kind of float. I there? don't. I was going to say. Yeah. So that's actually kind of where I was going. I, oh, okay. I, I, um, I think Liverpool struggles are going to continue for another ten, uh, eight to so games, and then we're going to win. We're going to win out, win out our last um, eight, nine games. And that's going to put us 
in fifth in my mind. So I have the table ending up at this point. New prediction. New prediction. New prediction. Drum roll, please. Arsenal are going to be champions. Ju- just. Yep. Just. City, second. United, third. Newcastle, fourth. Liverpool, fifth, with a late rally. Tottenham, sixth. Mm. Chelsea, seventh. Finally, Potter figures it out. Fulham end up finishing seventh and Brighton eighth. Okay. What about nine and ten? Because we did go all the way down. Wow. Palace, uh, Brentford, and Leicester. And Leicester. Okay. All right. That's fair. I don't know that I agree, but I don't know that I disagree either. I, I didn't really think about it in terms of like how the table is going to shake out, other than I do think Arsenal are going to win. I do think City are going to give them a run for their money in second. And honestly, three through six is going to be just a complete toss-up. Actually, think... it usually is every season. Yeah. Right. The fight for the for the fourth place for and then Europe. the dreaded Europa and Europa Conference that nobody really wants. Well, I just don't see Newcastle and United staying up in those positions. I honestly think Spurs could probably finish fifth. Like, that wouldn't surprise me. To your point, I think if Newcastle suffer a couple of injuries, they're going to start bleeding points. When they start playing more games at the top of the table and the really tough teams. I are they still in the start. Champions League? Who? Or are they in Europa? Europa? Who? Spurs. Spurs are in Champions League. Yeah. Are they still in it? As far as I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. They went through. Because right. I remember us complaining about it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the group of shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the shit group. Exactly. Everyone was shit. And yeah. they had all the players. Yeah. It was the worst group. I don't think I watched a single minute of live game from that group. Because I. And somehow, like, yeah, they were so out and then they were in. And, uh. So, where do you have Fulham? Uh, sorry, where do you have Liverpool finishing? If you've got, you've got Tottenham a potential fifth, you said. Sixth. Yeah, I think Tottenham stays put. I think Newcastle drops down. United, I don't know what to think of right now. If we get sixth, I'll so, be happy. Okay, so you've got a gap in third, a gap in fourth. So third. So could where's be Liverpool finishing? Liverpool, third could be Newcastle or United. Really? Third Are you just be... a little bit in love with the club? No, I'm not in love with the club, and I'm going to tell you why. So if you look at our schedule going forward, we just a minute ago went – over it yeah yeah I'm, I'm in love with the club but i'm not letting it impact my there opinion. we go that's what a way to hear so the same we, reason sometimes i bet against liverpool in my super six sometimes you gotta you, do sometimes it. you gotta do it because you just you, you can take the it. hit either way i mean it's club first which no would matter. you rather i'm never gonna root against them for any reason it's the same way you'd pick barrow if they went to the premier league i did say that i'll stand by that Ugh, i'm not letting that go Gross. they knocked down the piss house so what's the point <laughs> Anyway, we were just talking on the break where we were looking ahead at our, our schedule for the rest of the season. You were you picked some games for them to lose that I just don't see happening. So I can see why you've got the what did you you said they're finishing sixth or fifth? I think I have them in fifth. Okay. So the fact that I'm saying I'm not saying they're gonna take third, I'm saying there's a path to third that is not as Oh, hundred percent is a path to third, yes. So here's what I'm looking at right now. If they can win a couple of really important matches in the next month and a half. So they got to beat Chelsea. They've got to beat Newcastle. Newcastle. They've got to beat, I I would say, United for sure. And then all these little games that we've kind of been dropping here and there, like we're playing Palace. We're playing Everton. We're playing some teams that we should, on paper, Bournemouth again. Um, There was another one up at the, the top. Wolves. We're playing Wolves in the Premier League fixture. These are all games that they should be winning as well. That we've been losing for the first half of the season. I don't disagree with the should be winning. My 
point was I see our inconsistencies continuing for a while and and you might be right but if they don't if they do somehow find their form and these these guys that are injured start coming back and and we can start so, winning so I guess matches. the only difference is here is what do you think they're going to do not is there a route obviously there's a route we could win out and then there's a route yeah, probably true. to first even with that <laughs> yeah. unlikely but it's unlikely unlikely but but what do you think is going to happen that, would, in that scenario, we would probably end up third. Yeah, yeah, winning out would yeah. probably land us third. But you okay. can drop a couple here. Maybe okay. Oh, so, okay, so winning out lands us third. What, what I do think you think is, is actually going to happen? How many losses out of the next twenty games? How many losses? I mean, four. I I would say four is a fair number, but you four is a fair number. Four. Six. Probably the number, actual number. Four losses, four draws. So we're thinking they probably lose to Arsenal. Six and, six and three. Arsenal, City. United. Newcastle. United. We're going to drop both games to, to United. United are one going to come to Anfield and kick the shit out of us. Yeah, but it's at Anfield. And I refuse to ever say that United's going to beat us. So even if you're right, and on paper you might be, yeah, I'm not going to say that. You didn't grow up in the 90s like I did. I mean, I did grow up in horrible. the 90s. It was horrible. horrible. They would come oh, to know. us and Cantona would stamp on the necks of us. Uh, okay. I'm, to, I'm having nightmares in my Oh, yeah. Gary Neville nightmares. running up the wing. Yeah. Haunts me. That black fucking shirt. That's a 25 cents for me. <laughs> Just thank God you finished the sentence like that. I thought you were going to say something completely different. I thought it was going to be oh, like no. a Andy Cole and Dwight York rant for a Greatest minute. Greatest fucking forward pair ever. There's... <laughs> 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have Liverpool finishing sixth, Nick. Fifth. I, fifth, sorry. I have Liverpool finishing fifth. And we qualify for the Europa League. And I'm that's in, enough to get Bellingham. If, there you go. I mentioned it. If I'm if I'm in love with the club, we finish fourth. And we do sign both Bellingham and another player that will. Rice? No, I don't think Rice is going to. I'm just eating things. It's, it's too. He's, his, Low mean then. <laughs> I mean, we're in a transfer window, and this I've is the second right. half. So I do, at some point before we end this segment, want to hear who your guys' dream transfers are, if you can pick two. So keep that in the back of your mind. Dream transfers it right involves now. a time machine. You have two hundred million dollars to spend. Going back to get Torres. <laughs> you have and Luis Garcia to spend. You get two players with that money. Is this what we're doing now, or are we going to continue with the segment we planned? Keep it it in the back of your mind as we uh, keep going with the second half. When I say the segment we planned, I know to the listener it probably doesn't sound like we planned anything, but... um... That's because we didn't. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I have things written on paper. I also do. Yeah, it says eggs, milk, and cheese, Tom. (laughs) You're forgetting the butter. (laughs) And the rashers. (laughs) All right, so... I have a fifth. You have as went where? I'm going to say fourth because fourth. I'm in love with the club. I said Top. sixth. Sixth. Okay, mm-hmm. so fourth, fifth. So all of those, I think, are realistic options. I know. I have us down there. But Do you want to say more, Tom, about sixth place? What's yeah. yeah, why do you think so? Why sixth? Because um, we're shit. <laughs> and we know. No, because we we're inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're not shit. We're just inconsistent. So I'm hoping for a return to consistency. You're playing off the first half has been inconsistent. Inconsistent, so and, and we follow right through. And I'm, yeah, I'm saying we're going to continue with the inconsistency for a little bit more, but then we eventually figure it out. Injuries come back. Some players you know, start kicking in again, and we end up finishing really super strong. And, you know. How democratic of us. Fingers crossed it's Neil's scenario. Well, fingers crossed it's, it's Nick's lying. scenario. We, we go to Europe Yeah, next year, and right? I'm winning like the Euro Millions next week. You know, like... <laughs> Sure. You, you really think if I do win the Euro Millions, I'm buying a share. And for, <laughs> there's my 
75 cents. Really think fourth place is that far out of reach. I don't, but we're too inconsistent in the first half. Uh, yeah. and, and that's what the, I'm looking at. The injuries haven't worked themselves out yet either, and that's the biggest X factor. And there is that Nunez, like, is he going to play? Is he going to score? Is so, hey, let's talk about play? Nunez then. So, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think our season does rest a lot on Nunez scoring a lot, and um, we've been pretty down him in the first I half of the season. I want to see the same goal as Trent Lobbing that ball over to Nunez week in, week out. And him yeah. shinning it in? I don't care how If he'd it hit it in. on his foot properly, it probably would have gone wide. All of his other shots no, have gone Jesus. wide. Doesn't I swear to God, some, some people will talk shit about a sunset. You know what? The ball went in the back Yeah, of the he's net, called Samuel so Beckett. shut up. <laughs> I was trying to give you an intro to I'm, I So here's something that a lot of people just aren't recognizing. There's a, there's a couple of things, but I'm Sorry, do you want to stand on that soapbox, Freddie? I, no, no, I don't know if it'll hold up under my weight. Um, I'm going to say that, so Nunez has 10 goals in all comps through 20, I, actually it's 11 now through 24, maybe? It's either 10 through 23 or 11 through 24. I 10 don't... through 23, I think. Okay, so 10 through 23. Sadio Mane had nine goals through 23 matches with Liverpool. Luis Suarez had nine goals through 23 matches with Liverpool. So people need to stop going, Darwin's shit, he can't finish, because he's already finished more times than both of those guys. I'm taking a wild stab at this statistic because I have no idea if, if it's right or not. But um, I'm going to guess there's three or four players who have had more goals in 23 appearances than Suarez, um, Mane, Mane and, and Darwin. And Darwin. And, I think you're right. And, well, I don't know because I'm no. going to say that there's there's other players have had more and they've gone on to be nobodies. I think that's my point. So it can go no. two ways. You, so you, you, Darwin could kick on and become the next Suarez. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, sorry. 22 games, 9 goals, 3 assists, 81 shots, 35 on goal, 15 big misses. What's his XG? Bloody <laughs> X. Bloody G. <laughs> We don't we don't look at that stat here, Neil. Get with the times, as in the old times. Um, with the other things that that Darwin does really good that I don't think people pay attention to, is that he's not. I, I know you want your striker to score, and that's really the focus. And as Liverpool supporters, at least in recent times, we're not used to even seeing a striker on the pitch, at least not under Klopp. But now that we have like the true number nine and he's not quite making the chances that I, if he made how many big chances did you say? 15, 15, 15 miss. What is he tied with Holland probably for, for goals right now? If, if he, he made them, yeah, yeah. if he had made them, I mean, yeah, that's disappointing to see, but you're on about the Arnold Schwarzenegger of football. Yeah, I know. You know, the term. So you're saying essentially with your, but that's table, with does. your third position, you're essentially saying, Darwin figures it out, and Darwin continues to be good. Not only comes good, but... Becomes an Anfield hero. He, he is good right Eventually. now. His stats say he's good right now. But if he starts converting more of those great chances, Liverpool can finish third. They, is that well, your... I said four. I mean, yes, they could finish third, but I'm predicting fourth. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think Darwin, he needs time. He's a young kid. No, not everyone's going to be Holland. No. All right, it's it's just not realistic to expect him to be. 
you got to give them a little bit of time. This is a completely different league, a completely different system, a completely different level of competition. So he's going to come good, you're telling us? I, I think so, yeah. All right, he's Elliot also coming a good too? Defender. I think he's also, I, I think he he's really, he's got a lot of energy in defense on that counter press. Who's this? This is still Darwin. Still Darwin, okay. I, you see him so often, he's... Are you that old? You forgot, like a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> forgot what? He's way older than a goldfish. We're all dead, Dave. <laughs> He's he's always up there, like on that counter press when the midfield falls apart. All of a sudden, you'll just see. I, I I'm looking at the back line. I'm like, who the hell is? Why is Darwin right, up there it, with I the got defenders? It. So there's Liverpool and Darwin love. I I don't even know that I love him. I just think he gets a bad reputation. I think people aren't paying attention to everything. Is Darwin the reason we're going to finish third or fourth? Whatever. I don't think he'll be the reason. Though. Okay, so who is? Cavalio. Cavalio. Sing, single player. Dude, it's a team I game, no mate. Idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I could put that on one player. Salah. So, do Salah we agree? puts it on the back and. Uh... Uh, maybe I. I don't know. Right. That's a tough question to answer. So um, uh, you said Elliot. Yeah, I was just saying Elliot is another player that's that's kind of. I hate to say disappoint because he's a young kid and he's uh, been filling an impossible role, but. Um, Asking, Such great promise. He's played the most number of games out of players. Given that he's played the most number of games and we've been inconsistent, I have to put some fault at his door. Is he going to kick on in the on, second half on. of the season? Hold on, no. Is he going to kick on? Is, my reason for bringing up Elliot is, is Elliot going to kick on in the second half of the season and help us get to third? Or is Elliot going to get replaced by someone like Cavalio or Gakpo? Okay. In my opinion, Elliot is a third tier. Yes. Right. He is not even second tier right now. Agreed. So right. who would be start? Who are the two in front? If he's but third that's, tier, that's two my, people stand before my, him. That's my point. We don't Where? have someone okay, in second place. Okay. So, but, but also, what position? Because he's not a midfielder. No, he takes Salah's position. Right, exactly. But that's so my point. So it's Salah, nobody, and right. then Elliot. Yes, yes, I agree. So yes. he's playing one level above where he actually should be in realistic terms. So is he it never actually plays that position. Jota Diaz Gakpo on the left? Yes. Well, I would say Diaz Gakpo Jata at this point. Wow, okay. Not my pick necessarily, but that's mm. how I'm looking at it. And then... Diaz starts. Gomez, yeah, Firmino, blank in the middle. Dar- Darwin, Firmino. I still start Firmino. The team plays better with him. Did I say Gomez? I meant Nunes. I said Gomez, sorry. Oh, I thought you said Nunes. I, I might have done Nunes. I did good then. Okay. Sorry, so, I forgot. So, for, if I'm picking the team, it would be Diaz, uh, Jata, whatever. Is it Gapko? Gakpo? Gakpo. Gakpo. I cannot. He's not a Teletubby. Like Yakpo. I don't know. He kind of looks like a Teletubby. <laughs> then it would Yakult. be. I, I pick. I pick Bobby over Darwin right now. I pick Bobby over Darwin. And then Carvalho. I would go Bobby, Darwin, Carvalho. And then Salah, Elliot. Salah, Elliot. <laughs> right. Uh, or Doak. Does he play wing or midfield? Wing. Okay, so there you go. So what's, what's that too. young kid? You, ben Doak. No, 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 no. Where's the younger kid? Bekshitas. Um, oh, oh Bashitek. Bashitek, yeah. midfield. Bashitek is the Turkish yes. team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I know I know that. If we have all of Bashitek's playing in Bashitek's position. Oh, that would be great. I think we've got a good chance. <laughs> that would be great. Midfield <laughs> might be a little congested. on the pitch. 
No, no, no. It's one guy. Look, it's right here. Here's his name. What, but so, she does. <laughs> so to get get back on topic here. So why why are you asking? Because right now we've got Elliot playing midfield, which he shouldn't be. He's awful. No, it was all in the context of uh, what has to change in oh, order okay. to help us get to third. Gotcha. Or gotcha. fourth, whichever the number was you said. Injuries. Injuries need to come. come and that's right. it. So that's basically what it is. Because you said it's a team game. It's not on Nunes to get us there. You said it could be Salah, but not really. I don't even start Nunes if we're it, all No, happy. exactly. So you're yeah. basically saying we get back from injuries. Yeah. And everything's going to be all right. In theory, the sun will come up tomorrow. In theory, I think. I don't know. What do you think, Tom? I still think we finish sixth. <laughs> do you know say, what? I'm doing the opposite to what Bill Shankly used to say. Aim for the ceiling, you'll get, you get the floor. Well, I'm aiming for the floor. <laughs> Hoping I don't fall through. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, so I, I, think, I think I said this earlier. I mean, um, let's talk about the bottom of the table. But um, yeah. bottom of the oh, table. No, 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 no. The reason, the reason, inconsistency, yeah. right? Yes, our injuries will come back, but even when we didn't have that many injuries, we were still inconsistent. When was that this season? Tata got hurt in the first game. Diaz went out in what, game week four, three, four, something like that? I mean, we haven't had a healthy season. It's our midfield. There's no link between our backs and our forwards. 100%. So and we used to drink at the Grindstone Tavern in Collinsville. And now we Gather around, children. It's and, story time and with now Uncle Neil. we drink at the Redstone. Which century? Now we drink at the Redstone Pub in Simsbury. But Weren't I remember in the, uh, vividly. White uh, Horse and the Bywater. I'm just going to keep talking. Uh, I remember vividly at the Grindstone saying we needed five new signings in midfield. And that's got to be four seasons ago. And we had, well, we had that same conversation. And we've lost players since then, not gained them. And you and I had that same, it was one of the first conversations we had where they won a match and we're like, okay, well, we're great now. What do we need to do for next season? And you and I, in unison, said midfield. I mean, I've said five midfielders and, for and ages. We lost, we lost a midfielder through not getting a contract. We lost Mane through not getting a new contract. Technically a fold, but yes. Y- yeah. But, yeah didn't but, but that's down to us. Not filling those gaps quicker. Yeah, that's true. we know that players are dropping out, and we're bringing in not enough good talent. Just to be clear, it's not down to us. It's down to FSG. It's not even down to Klopp. It's us. Club first. We're all. We are one. We are one. You don't walk alone for a reason, Neil. Fair point. <laughs> um, no, but it is the midfield, one hundred percent. I mean, it doesn't matter how much how much we can powerhouse the the forwards. No, if the ball and there's isn't only so much. There's only all right, so we many. Talked about, I, we talked about the negatives of the first half of the season. All right, okay, second positives. Second half of this, I'm just saying, second half of the season. We still. Well, you asked what sixth. the positives were, and then you challenged me while I was saying that we're going to finish third or fourth. I mean, and yeah, well, we're back. To... I love this podcast. <laughs> because there has to be some positive. Be positive, and then no, I there has to be some. On. There has to be some positives to get us there. Yeah, and I'm saying with injuries coming back, that's the only hope we have to finish as high as I'm hoping we finish. And all I'm saying is that what, I still what don't. Do you think I? St- I don't think our midfield woes get fixed by injuries coming back. Do you know no, what I, no, I agree. Do you know what it I needs think? To be transfer window. So I, I don't think we see move how on. we can finish third, fourth. I think we move on. I think that's a good idea too. So I just said transfer window. I asked you guys. You get two hundred million dollars to spend in two players. Two hundred million dollars. Hold on one sec. Before you go to transfer How's window, if you don't mind, we were talking about table. Okay. And I wanted to talk about the relegation spots on the table. You we'll don't want to go there. You want to fun little game, and then you we'll, want your transfers we'll first. All right. I mean, uh-huh. this could potentially answer your question for how we finish in Europe spot. Okay. So you get two hundred million. Present player who's currently playing, player, Tom. Realistic. No time machines. <laughs> yeah, we don't fair enough. Time fair machines. enough. <laughs> I'll put my DeLorean in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Hang on to that. We might need it later. 
I have 200 million to spend. Yeah, yeah. Realistically, you get two players. Who, who do you think? Do I have to get two or can I get one? If Ooh. you think we can get into third or fourth with one player and 200 million, go get Kylian Mbappe. Thank you very much. <laughs> I rest my case. Kylian Mbappe, thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Okay, Tom, can can you give us a more creative look at this fun little game? What's the criteria? What's the rules? 200 million. You can have as many players as you want for 200 million, I think is what he's saying. It's a fantasy game. Just don't take it too seriously. Kylian Mbappe is the probably the best answer. I don't Who realistically would we... That's a different question. Yeah. Who realistically could we get for 200 million? You're looking at... Maybe someone from Wolves. Cassiedo from Brighton. and um, I'd take Trossard at this point in time. And, <laughs> and James Ward-Prowse. <laughs> yeah, take him too. I'd love him. Get him five years ago. We oh, haven't shit, taken no. a Southampton player in a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Last one. Cassiedo and Bellingham, I think you can possibly Ooh, get for... Two, I think you can possibly get those for two for 200 million. It'd be tight. Really tight. Well, the yeah. price on, on Declan Rice was a little higher than... That's I what I said. I would have gone with Rice and Bellingham, but yeah. that's that... 100 and 150. I'm talking about 100, you know, 150 for yeah. Bellingham and 50 million for Cassiedo. 150 for Bellingham plus... I don't know that it's going to be that high once the transfer finally goes through. I don't I don't know that it's going to be that so high. So who's yours then? You got to, you're do you think he comes I, to us though? Bellingham. Uh, yes, I do. Really? I do. Uh, I do. If it comes down to being his choice, he comes down. I know Real Madrid are in the, the conversation now, but I don't I don't take much stock in those rumors. There's going to be a left him. field. Someone's going to come in out of nowhere. Yeah, it'll be like Atletico or something. And then no, I don't think he has that much. PSG. Oh, God. All right, let's move on to the I'm bottom sure. half. No, you haven't answered the question. Who are we going to get for 200 million? I didn't. Who did I, I didn't even answer that question. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bellingham for sure. There's no question in my that's mind it? I want Bellingham. Um, then you bank the 50? Ooh, that's not a bad idea for a January transfer window. Maybe bring someone else in. I don't know. I don't know. I can't Bull even answer my own question. Andy Carroll for a hundred million. That's how much he'd be worth nowadays, right? <laughs> he is still playing, isn't he? <laughs> Why didn't we sign Gareth Bale? Because <laughs> <laughs> he retired. At least we would have got him for the first half of the season. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Wouldn't have minded that. Who's that uh, brick shit house from Wolves? Who claims he doesn't lift weights? Adama. I like him. Traore. Matthias. I like him. Adama Traore. Yeah. He's good. I like Joe Linton from Spurs. I mean, from Newcastle. They won't let him go. I take Callum He Wilson. just got hurt, didn't he? <laughs> he's not going to be hurt forever. I he's, not, he's not called, I know. I'm just saying. He's not it's called Keita. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Keita's been okay. Our tour. I, I, do, our tour. Think, I do think Keita's been <laughs> can okay, Can we too. sell our tour? <laughs> can we get anybody <laughs> so I can get the extra money? We don't so even own him. We don't own him. That's called fraud. Shit, that's right. Who can we sell so I can bring in Declan Rice too? I gotta, I gotta pad. Nat Phillips. I would sell Nat Phillips in a heartbeat if it meant we got Bellingham and, and Rice. Uh, I'd sell right. Harvey Elliott. Yeah, he'd actually get you fifty something million. He probably would. Yeah, he'd be like selling he Solanke. He's a class player. He's a good player, but he just needs to play in his position. Mm. All right, ready? I think I think he needs a loan. When we get someone to fill that gap, he needs yeah. a loan. You know what? We'll hang on that for one more second. I agree. I think if they if they loan out Harvey Elliott and he can... But it has to be a loan in the Premier League. He needs the proper physical Where do you Premier think League. he goes then? Who's, Though who's the Champions team? League is still pretty hard. But I was going to say, it's almost harder. Maybe. He goes somewhere like Leeds. Not Leeds? too far away. Goes yeah. to Burnley next year when they come up. Ah, nice. Mm. Um, Preston. Preston might come up. Hope so. Good Lancashire team. Did I mention I wanted to talk about the relegation yeah, places? that's where we're going. Oh, look at that. 
Oh, Everton's sitting in 18. While we get into this, can you pull up the championship table as well? Why, I can. Would you, would you mind? Would you so, bottom three are Everton, Wolves, and Southampton. I feel like this and was I, And I think it's going to finish that way. I, I think agree. Everton, Wolves, and Southampton are going down. Um, Bournemouth, miraculous recovery save once again. West Ham can't stay down there forever. I'm surprised. Moyes is too good. At managing mediocrity to not finish with mediocrity. <laughs> tenth. Sorry. Um, I think West. Ham, so we talked about surprises at the top of the table. I think West Ham is the only thing that surprises me about the bottom of the table. Everything else. Forest probably surprises sense. me. I thought they were going to do better, but I think Steve Cooper is going to um, Leeds is going to come around. Fourteen. They might be not rebounding surprised. though. I thought they'd be maybe tenth. I had Leeds as challenging for the European places, if you remember at the beginning of the season. They were my surprise pick of the year. I always pick one kind oh, of yeah, dark horse surprise pick. It should have been Fulham apparently, but um, I went with Leeds. Hey, they play in white. <laughs> yeah. Didn't quite read the crystal that ball is, right. That is true. <laughs> uh, Villa, I feel like they were they're shit. They are shit, but I feel like they were more shit than eleventh place. That's no. to see them that high. Well, they got better since Stevie G left. That's true. That's true, which is probably the only team that's ever been able to say that. Um, Palace have not looked good. Um, Vieira out. Uh, no, I still have faith in Vieira. I don't know if really? it's Vieira. I think it's they just don't have the, the players. They've got some Bring really back Roy. talented players, and the rest are just forgettable. Bring back Pardew. So coming up, bring back Deitch. Speaking of yes, Deitch, bringing yes. back um, so Burnley. He's what? still he's still unemployed, right? Yes, give him to Leicester. Yeah, All right, what so, a transformation Burnley have had, and I don't mean a transformation from being a crap team to a good team. Hang on, I just mean we are now looking at the championship table. So. Yeah, we're looking at who's going to replace Southampton Wolves and Everton. Yeah, so so Burnley under company have been a fluid football. They're playing beautiful up. game team. Mm. It's been fantastic. Um, what a change from the Deitch, you know, grinded out, you know, cold Tuesday nights and. Um, where is that the cold Tuesday? Technically, night? it's Stoke, but okay. um, but Burnley just would apply just, just, just as sure. um, as uh, as much. So yeah, Burnley are flying, and I think they'll continue to fly. Company's got it figured out. It's a lot of people when he took that job. I remember listening to every podcast um, that's available to us, pretty much, and I remember people saying, "Why is he taking this job? This is a terrible move for him." Blah 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 blah. Can he succeed there? I don't think so. His previous job was Antwerp, by the way. Uh, yeah, exactly. But the fact that he's doing well, I mean, does have you guys actually watched Burnley play under him? Like, I've seen a couple his, of games. What is all. his system? Do you know? Oh, I never into system, but it's it's fluid passing dynamic. Um, okay. Is what he's playing. I'm interested to see. I might have to do some deep diving on that. Um, we've got Sheffield United up. Pretty much odds on at this point. I mean, Sheffield United are nine points clear of Blackburn in third. Yeah. It's a two-horse race here for now, but we know how quickly that can change in the, in the forty-six game. Uh, forty-six games in the yeah, so twenty games left. Yeah, I, I, forty. Bottom. Yeah, forty-six. So Middlesbrough are, the, are a dark horse to go up there too. They they were at eighteenth, and um, I don't know when Carrick took over or mm. they're on a fantastic run. Norwich are dying. Yeah. From Premier League to mid-table in the championship. Uh, this, I mean, Ooh. scroll down further in the table. Look if you at want Coventry. To see teams dying. Coventry, 14th. Coventry on the way back, though. Yeah. yeah. 
QPR is low. Wigan, Wigan, is I, Wigan and Huddersfield and Blackburn are all more recently in the, in the Premier League than Coventry were. Black, yeah. Cool. Blackburner at the top, man. Wigan were... FA Cup winners yeah. as well. Huddersfield were in the Premier League, what, less yep. than five years ago? Yep. Was it that recent? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Stoke City, number 18. It's so cold on Tuesday nights there, though. I mean, <laughs> who can blame them? Um, it's much better in Bournemouth with the palm trees. Yeah, yeah, less rain. Why don't we go to Ull altogether? Ull. Ull. Yeah. I prefer York. Do you know the story that, that rainy Tuesday night in Stoke City? Do you know where that comes from? I thought I did, but I'm sure that you're about to... Uh, I'm gather around, me. children. It's story time with Nick. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember this, remember? Um, I think it was Pele scored a comeback hat trick against Stoke City. <laughs> what? Yeah, I forget what the hell... I what? read. I read some story. It popped up in my right. newsfeed at work. Uh, I'm going to suggest we take a break and you research this. We, we'll find it. And then you, you come back and Ooh, I, I want to... someone play the Jeopardy music? Because it's going to be interesting. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. And I meant All right, to let's take a break. Day. Let's take a break. All right, take a break, guys. All right, All right so, so yeah, we're back. We're back. <laughs> and boy, did you guys have a laugh, huh? But wasn't that so funny? Pele did what? In Stoke, you stupid yank. You don't know what you're talking about. Wow, verbatim or what? All I had to do was search Stoke City Pele and the very first thing. The night Pele took on Stoke City and how great rival Gordon Banks became his great friend. Pele took Santos to Stoke City for an exhibition. I can't talk right now, Nick, because I've got a lot of crow in my mouth. I wonder why. <laughs> Just like Holland scored a hat trick that week he didn't fucking score and you guys gave me all kinds of shit for it. You know what, Nick? Sometimes Nick knows what he's talking about. You know 23rd what? of September 1969 in a 15-day tour of England with Santos. There you go. It's a cool stat. Nick, is, Nick is. is right. And you know what? Nick, Nick is going to be right about finishing in third place or fourth place, whichever one of those he said. And, uh, Nick, yeah. I'm sorry I was wrong. I'm, okay. I'm sorry I was wrong too. I forgive you guys. Sometimes people are wrong. Nick, you are the greatest rich. pundit that I've ever heard. Oh, God, I hope that's not true. Do you, do you call yourself that now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pundit? <laughs> Neville's not Who are you, Roy Keane? <laughs> Grow a mustache first. <laughs> These guys, we're not pundits. We're idiots in a basement with 10 people listening. Sorry, it's Nick, you're the greatest basement. idiot I've ever seen. I'll take it. I do like worse. the new look. I've been, I've been called worse. Oh, my new look, yeah. yeah. No more hair. Feels good. I feel professional. <laughs> like a pundit. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Stuff all gang up on Neil tonight. <laughs> well, you keep trying to gang up on me. Yeah, I know. I like it. I like it. We're back. Um, anything else to say about the table before we move on to game week 20 in Brighton? Anything else? Any closing? I'd like to see more from us so we can move up the table. Yeah, to like third or fourth, right? That would be nice. <laughs> I'm still saying sixth. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Seven points out of fourth. Um, don't think. I think that's too much for us. But yeah. Seven points? You don't think Manchester hey, United... You t- Weaving together two themes of this last piece, um, transfers and league position. Let's assume we have $200 million to spend for a second. If we finish outside of the top four, can we attract any of the talent that you would want? Or is Bellingham, Bellingham will be out. 
Exactly. Yeah. That would be out. He'd go to Madrid because he's already said he wants to play Champions But I think Declan Rice and people like that would probably be out too at that point. Uh, that I wouldn't be. So if Bellingham is out, I think... West Ham get relegated. Rice is up for transfer. He don't want to play in Champions League. I hear that, championship. but would he come to us? Well, what I'm saying is I if if we're out on Bellingham, then they go all in on Declan Rice. He's 23, I think. He's, he's still got age. He's a, I mean... He's Can we pry um, Connor Gallagher from Chelsea? I kind of but, wish. I like Connor But I'm not Gallagher. sure he would come for, if we didn't have Champions League football either. Yeah. And he'd be 50 million. I like to think that a lot of these younger kids, too, look at it as, okay, maybe Liverpool missed Europe this year, but Liverpool are always in the hunt for Europe. So I think so with Chelsea, though, that's, so with, yeah. with Gallagher. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, someone like Declan Rice or even Jude Bellingham. I mean, But the in- inconsistency of ownership and money with Chelsea might stir them away also. I don't, yeah, I, players don't flock to Chelsea. They don't necessarily No, they have usually go history. through Man City first. <laughs> yeah, we all know who you are. Very true. We all know who you are. Oh, you're a sperm lover, man. I get it. I'm right there with you. I wanted I to go win trophies. You, you, you bring it up a lot, though. That hurt you. That hurt you. It deep. did. I, oh, man. I burnt a shirt. Oh, <laughs> did you? Yeah. <laughs> you had his shirt? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What burnt year it. was that? Oh, what shirt 2013, was it? was it? 2012? I don't know. I thought you were talking about Ryan Stilling for a minute. I am. I'm talking about Ryan Stilling. He <laughs> okay. is. All right. Um, if that's it for the table, let's the take a break. The only shirt I've ever burnt. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a break and uh, talk about Brighton coming up this weekend. Welcome back, listener. Uh, hope you enjoyed your break. Take a pee, do some traveling. Uh, we're looking ahead to Brighton. That's who we're playing next. That is who we're playing next. Our first result against Brighton, we've played them already, correct? Yeah, we've played them. Yeah, and we drew, right? It was 3-3, <laughs> three, three, if I'm not mistaken. 3-3, uh, three, three, October 22nd, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a disappointing match. Um how do you see this one finishing out this time around? They I have don't a have soft Graham... spot for seagulls. I don't like how that's started at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Brighton under Potter, I was really kind of hot on. I loved he, what he was, he was doing. It's a different Brighton. It really is a different yeah, Brighton. Yeah, that's what I'm going. It's a different Brighton now that we're playing. They are on the descent of the table. Mm. And, um, you know, I would normally say that descent would continue. But I'm still disappointed with Liverpool's form. We have a Champions League game coming up. We have the FA Cup replay one point coming us. up. So I've got us losing 2-1 to, uh, Ooh, really? to to Brighton, I'm afraid, yeah. Oh, um, I have us winning 2-1. I have us drawing again. Each for their own. Well, there you go. We've got a little bit of a mixture of everything then, huh? Yeah, one of them's going to be right. God, I hope not. <laughs> I don't like any of these. Because you're going to give us a heart attack, Tom, even though that's going to be the best result. I'm going to have a heart attack if you're correct because I don't want to lose to Brighton. And I'm going to have a heart attack with my result because so I So basically, can't you're drawing. just saying you want, dead. you want a defibrillator for Christmas, <laughs> but you didn't get one. Correct. Correct. If anyone could use one. I right think that now. sums up Liverpool's season so far, to be honest. That yeah, defibrillator? Yeah, we've, <laughs> defibrillator, yeah. You we've never got a heart attack. Never know what you're going to get, but you better have the defibrillator on standby because it's probably going to be needed. So if we look at Brighton's last five games, it's win, loss, win, loss, win. Our last five in the Premier League have been 
win, 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 loss. Yeah, but that loss is to Brentford. Brentford. Yeah, but they're the giant killers, as we've already established. Yeah. Um, so, I I mean, that doesn't tell us anything, because as we've discussed for this whole episode... Brighton's our... form's been really good. Again, we've mentioned him several times today, but Cassiedo, um, great. Um, Gross has been great. Um, Trossard's still there? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Mopé who left. Trossard is great. So, you know, I think they've got a, a good team. I think they've got a really good chance playing at home they've against Liverpool. They've got high-scoring games. 5-1 uh, yeah. against Middlesbrough, 4-1 win against Everton, 4-2 uh, loss against uh, Arsenal, 3-1 win against uh, Southampton, and that's just the last four So, games. yeah, they're scoring lots of goals. Yeah. And they remind us of us from a few years ago where it scored goals but couldn't defend. And how's our defence? Exactly, mm-hmm. that's where I was uh, going. Our defence is pretty shaky, and at the moment, you just run straight through the middle against us. And yeah. I think Brighton are going to up the right side. Keep on exploiting that. So, I think the right side is really exposed right now. When you've got Salah, Harvey, Elliott, and TAA, TAA is up high. Harvey doesn't know what to do in the midfield, and Salah's usually trying to score goals. So, if they so I'm actually going to disagree with you. I think everybody tries to expose the right side, and I think we do okay. When was the last time you saw a team it's, score on us? From it's the straight left? through the middle is the problem to me. Well, yeah, that's true too. I think so, I think that whole. I mean, you can cut the pitch in half the long way, and that upper half, if if you're looking at the right side, it's middle right. That's that's where they're coming in every every time. So I I don't disagree with you. I just think there's more to it than that, unfortunately. So why are we going to beat them? Are you uh, going to draw? Why are we going to beat them, Tom? Because Everton are on the downward spiral. Right. That's a good job of playing Brighton then. What did I say? Everton. You're well, not wrong. Well, Everton are on a downward spiral too. What was I just reading? That so, uh, I was reading the Everton-Southampton. That's what I was reading here. No problem. So um, why are we going to beat Brighton? They're on a downward spiral. Okay. Um, also, Potter was their key ingredient. And yeah. It, yeah. yeah. They're going to end up in that position probably at the end of the, ta- uh, end of the year. You think they're going to finish in eighth? I'll finish mid-table, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, we'll beat them. All right. Let's I, go with I've that. I've got a nice-looking hat over here that I'll have with some gravy later. Here. <laughs> 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 I think they're going to draw. I'm hoping, but with the injury crisis that we're in, the fact that we're out of form, whether it's a result of just the injuries or the team just isn't what it used to be. That's also very possible, obviously. And yeah, Brighton's on a downward slope, but we've seen Liverpool lose to We're gonna, shit teams. Sorry. Yes, you're right. No, we have. Ahead. Are we going to top up the lineup for Brighton? And if we are, are you going to spit it out first? Sure. Yeah, let's let's do that. That's a good idea. Let's do, I'm going to say Trent, Kanate, Matip, Bravo. Um... Field sucks. I want to start Keita. Um, Hendo's not hurt, right? As far as we Correct. know. Okay, so then I want Hendo, Fabinho, and Thiago. And you said Keita. Yeah, no, I'm going to... I'm gonna. Ah, it's tough. You know what? Let's give Thiago a rest and put Keita on the left. Um, and then we're going to have to put Gapko up front. Carvalho in the middle and Salah on the right with Becker and goal. That's my starting 11. It's a little different 
but can Gakpo play in the middle? I don't think he has. I think he's a winger. See, I think he I can mean, play the middle, he but should, he is a I'm winger. I'm sure he yeah. can, but I mean, Carvalho's natural uh, position is the middle. I swear he played in the middle for um, for Holland in one of the games, but um, but yes, did he? Um, uh, sorry, the Netherlands. Uh, Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, Holland, I've been Holland yeah, I know. I know. Um, I was telling the listeners, not you. <laughs> go ahead. Tells your lineup. Um, I was thinking Robbo, but Simi, I might might start against Brighton. Give him okay. a run. Give him a run out. I, I'm not mad at that. Uh, Matip, Kanate, Trent, Fab, uh, Nabi, Ox, Gakpo, Firmino, Salah. Firmino's hurt. Oh, Nunes then. If Nunes he, hurt. If he. Plays. Well, he's fifty-fifty. Let's just assume he's out because that seems to be the Liverpool way. Well, this... that was also my question for Gakpo going in the middle. Because oh, okay. I'd play Carvalho on the right. I liked his the way he cuts in. And Gakpo in the middle. If so you're he... not playing Salah? No, no, no. I play Salah on the right. You just said... Left. Car- Carvalho on the yeah. left. Okay. I mean, I'll take Carvalho wherever you put him. I don't... That's that's interesting. Putting... putting yeah, I... I like that. I like his pace. I like his speed. He can... Carvalho or... Carvalho. Gakpo. 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 One of these days. Anyway. Gakpo up the middle. Carvalho on the left. I mm. like it. I'd take that too. Yeah. Might even switch out Ali. For Kelleher? Just because he had Butterfingers. For Kevin Kelleher? <laughs> Queefin Kelleher. I think he's how you say oh, it. Oh, right, right, right. Can you correct us, please, Mr. Queefing. Thank you. Queefing. I was close. What a beautiful name that is. Love to meet that woman someday. <laughs> anyway, that's a good lineup. I like that lineup. If she's Irish, she's coming at you with a wooden spoon. What? Oh, God. I love it. Ox in the middle? No, uh, Nabby in the middle, Ox on the right. That's what I mean, in midfield. Yeah. That's yeah. what I meant. Okay. I don't know that I love Ox in the, the midfield, but... So I've got a similar lineup. Um, similar to bits of both of you. Not surprising me. I've got that many players left. But yeah, back back lineup, I think we're reasonably agreed on. So it's uh, TAEA, Kanate, Matip, Robbo. I would also be okay with um, Sabikas, but, um, but Robbo is my preference at the moment. Um, midfield... I've got Ox as well. Um, okay. For me, I've got Ox, Tiago, Hendo. So Ox is the holding midfielder? No, I'd have Hendo, Hendo as the holding, is midfielder. The holding midfielder. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then up front, I've got Gakpo, Cavallo, and Salah. Yeah. Honestly, I'd take any of these lineups. I like them all. I'd like that it's something different. Like, you know what? Well, it has yeah. to be different because we, again, well, the injuries Tiago's are created fit, different. But I say give him a game off. Let's see what else we can do. We got to get creative with the midfield. We need to bring in midfield. We need someone. Oh yeah, we, we need something we, in the transfer window. But every just, segment we can't talk about not, the same. No, thing. no, no. I mean, I'm not on about bringing in transfers. I'm on about oh, you need to play other yes. players in there to yeah. see what's going on. You can't play the same three every week. I know. I agree. Well, you can't play the same three every week if it's not working. Yeah. Um, and it's not working. But chopping and changing it can also have its risks. Yeah, but at this point, you got to take that risk because you know it doesn't work. But also, away at Brighton. We're looking at games. If you look at the training, three players are going to be practicing together. Other three players are going to be practicing together. It's not like they go out on a Saturday. It's not Mark Lawrenson's day, you know? <laughs> oh, man. They don't do this. Tom, fin- Tom, Finney go, went, Tom Finney's day when he worked a shift, then he went to the pub and had a few pints, and then he turned up and scored a hat trick for Everton. Yeah, so look him up, Nick. Tom Finney. <laughs> okay. Remind me later. 
<laughs> All right, we're going to go to the other results, the other uh, fixtures this week? Or well, are we, uh, you know? did we want to touch on the Wolves <laughs> FA Cup replay? I say we win at 1-0. I'm going to take 2-0, honestly. I'm so I'll glad take 3-0. I'm so glad it's not oh, away goals. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Still glad it's not what? Away goals. <laughs> as long as they play better than they did in the first match, I'll be a happy camper. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's go to the fixtures and predictions upcoming. Um, we're going to start it off with Aston Villa versus Leeds. Although we should mention that Fulham beat Chelsea tonight. 2-1. Let's go Fulham. Potter out. And Fulham, did, the did oldest London Joe club. Felix going down with a straight red. He's out for three games. Did I we think that's three that? times we mentioned that now. All right. Just and wanted mi- to well, make sure the they piece remember. of miss- missing, the, um, missing the Liverpool game. Yeah, that's yeah. that's huge for us. Like I said, because you had us losing to Chelsea in two weeks. I don't, I, mm, I got a good feeling. Uh, mm, sorry. Yep. Did anyone um, hear about Aubameyang uh, might be on the move yeah, we to the talking. third team, but <laughs> yeah, that's we not allowed by FIFA. Yeah. It's not allowed. It's a FIFA rule. You can't oh play for three teams. God, that guy is a disaster, man. He and just... as for taking players out of your team to put other players in, let's not talk about... <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a guy who makes friends everywhere he goes. He, uh, they took out two players for him. Oh. Because one guy wouldn't give up the number seven, and the other guy, <laughs> he couldn't re- register him. Is that true? <laughs> Oh my God! What a wank! <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal still in first place. I don't oh know. shit! It's better than Man City. You, make all the jokes you want. Better than Man City. Aston Villa, Leeds United. Neil, what do you got? One-one. Tom. One-one. I have two-nil to Villa. Uh, next match we have United versus City. What do we got, Neil? Three-three. Ooh. Are you reading off my sheet? No. I have 3-3. Three, three. Three? <laughs> I have 3-1 City. Uh, Wolves, West Ham. What do you got, Neil? Can't find it on my sheet. Wolves, West Ham. 1-0 uh, to West Ham. 0-0. Uh, I have 1-0 to West Ham. Uh, next up, we have Forrest and Leicester. What are we thinking? 2-0. Steve Cooper's finally worked how out to knit 24 players together. 23, I think. Um, into into a, a functional 11. Okay. And two, Red two nil Forest suck. I have a 1-1 draw. Uh, Brighton and Liverpool, we've already discussed. Uh, Everton, Southampton. Blue no shite nil. Southampton won. Same score. I have 2-0 to Southampton. So that's cool. We all have Everton losing. Brentford and Bournemouth. 2 0. 3 0 Brentford. I have 2 1 Brentford. Uh, Chelsea and Palace. Chelsea 1, Crystal Palace. 0. 3 0. I have 2 0. So we're saying so Chelsea is shit, shit, but Palace, Palace are, are worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. I And I'm rooting for Palace, but they're just. They seem kind of hopeless right now. Uh, Newcastle and Fulham. This three, is an interesting one. 3-2 Newcastle. Uh, that's what I... 2-1 Newcastle. I have 3-2 Newcastle. What do we got last? We got um, Spurs and Arsenal. 2-1 Arsenal. 4-1 beat the living Hotspur out of them. <laughs> I got 3-2 to Arsenal. Uh, we've got two other matches written down here on our sheets that aren't up there. Uh, let's uh, Wednesday, January eighteenth. We've got Palace against United. 
United four, Palace nil. United right. three, Palace nil. I have United two, Palace nil. And finally, we have... So Palace, Palace are going to win that. <laughs> <laughs> no question there. Uh, oh, if Palace wins, I'll be as happy as when Liverpool wins. Um, last game, we've got City against the steaming pile of Hotspur. Tom, why don't you take us off of this one? I said 2-0 City. Nice. Shitty one. Steaming Pal of Hotspur won. <laughs> oh, you got him drawing? I do. I got 3 1. Harry Kane penalty. penalty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I've got a shitty three. This Steaming Pile of Hotspur won. All right. And that about wraps it up for us, listener. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for coming back. Please keep doing so. Have a great week. Good, Good night. night.